Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders Yankees podcast. For Monday, August 16th, I'm Sweeney Murdy. The Yankees return home from a series in Chicago, pit stop in Iowa for the Field of Dreams game, and the Yankees won two out of three. They lost that heartbreaker in Iowa and then came back to win a couple of nail biters in Chicago. They weren't pretty. They were, well, they were hard to watch. <laughs> and you thought for sure you were one pitch away from losing every one of those games. Instead, you won two out of three. And the Yankees are now showing you a little bit about what they're made of. We questioned whether or not they had this in them. And think about what they've done in the last month. Since the All-Star break, they're 19-9. and And along the way, they've put 16 different players on either the COVID IL or the regular IL. Even at this moment, they won two out of three against a first-place Chicago White Sox team that many in the league, many around baseball think, is the most complete team in the league. And if you think about what they did, they not only won two out of three, they swept them in New York back in May. So they won five out of six against the White Sox. And the only loss was this devastating walk-off loss when they scored four in the ninth, in the top of the inning, against their great closer, and then gave it back in the bottom and lost it on the Tim Anderson home run to Zach Britton. That's how close they were to sweeping the Chicago White Sox, a team that everybody believes is one of the best in the league. Um, so, And add that to the fact that they won four out of six against the Astros this year. They are nine and three against the White Sox and Astros. Okay, they're 3-10 and 10 against the Red Sox, and that really hurts. They lost five out of their first six to the Tampa Bay Rays. That hurt. But they're showing you that, okay, they're playing in a tough division. They had a hard time out of the gate against their division opponents for sure. But they've played well against teams outside the division and against really good offensive teams, too. They've pitched very well against the Astros, against the White Sox. Okay, they had some bumps with their bullpen, and that's a big problem, and it might be that time of year when you think about the workload aspect. July and August have not been good months for the bullpen. You've had injury, too. But again, think about everything the Yankees have accomplished right now since the All-Star break going 19-9. and Remember what they're, how they're doing this. At this very moment, they still do not have their starting catcher, their starting third baseman, their starting shortstop, their new starting first baseman, who they were very excited about. Uh, they lost three starting pitchers and their closer, not to mention setup guys. 
Um, nobody's really performing to a great level except maybe Aaron Judge of all the others that are left. So you're getting contributions from a lot of different people. Rugnet Odor has stepped up. Tyler Wade has had a very good run lately. Look at the guys who saved the wins on Saturday and Sunday in the middle of all this bullpen disaster as you're trying to figure out who's going to get the final outs. Albert Abreu and Juan de Peralta saved games on the road against one of the best teams in the league. They're 42-23 and 23 in games decided by one or two runs. Now, for all the hand-wringing over Aaron Boone's decision-making and his bullpen handling and his handling of the pitchers, you don't win that many one- and two-run games just by chance, just by luck. You don't win it when you have a manager making all the wrong moves. Um, there are certainly some things to question at times, but a lot of it also has to do with the circumstance of who is actually available right now. And I just ran down a whole list of people that the Yankees just don't have. And it's come back to hurt them in a couple of situations. Plus, the guys that they rely on very heavily are the ones who have blown a lot of these games. Chapman has blown a lot of games. Uh, Chad Green, Jonathan Loisaga. It doesn't mean it's wrong going to them. Zach Britton. They have to figure out how to get through this. Britton's been a little bit rougher than all of them because he hasn't had any success this year like the others have had. Chad Green has gotten on a roll before, earlier in the year. He was on a very good roll. Jonathan Lewisig has been very good for the most part, minus a couple of exceptions. A role as Chapman was almost unhittable for the first month of the season. Is the grip thing still an issue for him when he comes back after his elbow inflammation, we will see. It at least appeared to be part of the problem, but it's hard to diagnose if that was an entire part of the problem. But remember, you were missing all these holes in the starting rotation too. Garrett Cole comes back this week. Jordan Montgomery comes back this week. Luis Heal has made a nice impression, and he's going to get another start. And the Yankees are going to start to get a little bit more hole here as Anthony Rizzo and Gary Sanchez rejoin here uh, this week. Gio Urshela and Glaber Torres are still a little murky. Don't know exactly when they're going to be back. I think you almost have to shoot for August or sorry for September 1st right now and hope that you get them healthy again by then because their injuries have well in, in Urshela's case he had kind of a little bit of a setback a relapse whatever you want to call it and he has to go back and start over again a little bit uh, Glaber Torres still has to figure out when he's pain free in that wrist and start swinging again and see if you know he was starting to come around a little bit um, but who knows how much this sets him back. One thing we know, though, we saw it in the Chicago series, and it wasn't just the Field of Dreams game where you know the conspiracy theorists said they, they juiced the balls in the, to get some home runs into the cornfield. Well, the Yankees hit nine home runs in the series. They hit four in the game on Thursday. They hit three on Saturday, two on Sunday, and you're getting them from the big boys. The guys who are supposed to be doing this, you know, you're not going to win a lot of games if you're relying on Kyle Higashioka, Tyler Wade, and, and Brett Gardner to do the heavy lifting for you offensively, especially when you've got guys down, right? Um, DJ LeMayu has to be a big part of this, and he's starting to be again. He's starting to drive the ball again. He had a bad month of July. He's rebounding a little bit here. At the top of the order, he absolutely has to be a very big part of it. But you also need guys like Judge and Gallo and Stanton and Voigt to drive the ball out of the ballpark. Okay, The Yankees do not have enough extra base hits. They do not have enough hits with men on base that bring home multiple runs, doubles, home runs. Well, guess who was among... Who the people who hit home runs in the Chicago series. Judge hit three, Gallo hit two, Stanton hit one, Voigt hit one. These are the guys who you need to drive in runs. 
And a big reason why the Yankees are playing so many close ball games is because they haven't put the big numbers on the board early to wipe it out. Now, Sunday was a bit of an exception. They stretched it out late, 5-1, and then they gave back a couple of runs in the ninth because they're scraping, you know, they've got trying to get Lucas Litke and Wandy Peralta through the ninth inning against a very good White Sox team. So there are a lot of reasons for this, but overall, the Yankees' offense is still in the bottom third of the league, and if they're starting to come around, if they're starting to get some streaks together, some power streaks together, they're going to start to score some runs in bunches, and it will help the pitchers. And as you get healthier, well, that's uh, that's a big thing. But um, for all, again, I'll say it again, for all the hand-wringing over Aaron Boone's decision-making and whether or not he is uh, getting what he's supposed to out of this team, the guys who weren't hitting for most of the season are starting to hit a little bit. And as he's trying to piece things together with a pitching staff that isn't even close to whole, he is he is still in charge of a team that has the best record in close ball games, one run games, two run games than anybody else in the league. Um, and they are nineteen and nine since the All Star break when they've been hit with one injury after another, one COVID situation after another, and only now are they starting to kind of pick up the pieces and get healthy again. The schedule certainly helped. It's going to get harder. Um, The Yankees are going to play the Red Sox this week, although they've been sliding back. They're going to play the Braves next week. They're going to play the Oakland A's next week. And by the time they play the Angels again, after Monday's makeup game, maybe the time they get to Anaheim um, in two weeks, maybe Mike Trout is joining Shohei Otani again. So um, we'll see how tough this schedule gets for the Yankees. They still have a few holes, uh, but they, you know, they still have some games with the Orioles left. They have some games with Texas Rangers left. So there are some spots to make up wins. However you want to cut it, they need all the wins they can get. And every loss is going to feel like a bad loss. But if that's the case, every win should also feel like a good win, no matter how tense it makes you, no matter how hard it is to get through these final six, nine outs, three outs of a game, um, they are, relief pitchers do tend to um, go in slumps, just like hitters do. And the Yankees are finding themselves in a spot where they're trying to manage that right now. I will tell you that just because they are having trouble closing games now, it is not necessarily a terrible indicator. Um, I can name you, rattle off a handful of World Series champions in this last decade who had multiple troubles in their bullpen, but still managed to fix that problem because the rest of the team was good enough to get through it, and they figured out how to fix it by the time they got to October. Think about the Dodgers and the Astros and the Nationals um, and the Red Sox, all teams, all the recent uh, World Series champions who all had issues with their closers and managed to figure it out. The big key here, one big key here is going to be Jonathan Loisega. He's one that hasn't, you know, he's given up some runs, but he hasn't been the guy who's blown up like Chad Green has, like Zach Britton has, and like Aroldis Chapman has. Jonathan Loisega might be the most important weapon for this team out of the bullpen, and if they can keep from overusing him, from overworking him, he might just give you something special over the course of the next you know, five, six weeks here. And then into the postseason, if you get there right now, they're still on the outside looking in, but they've closed the distance. Only two and a half games behind Boston and Oakland for that wild card spot. Five and a half games behind Tampa Bay for the division. There's still over 40 games left. 
There's time to make this up, and you do have some head-to-heads, especially this week against Boston uh, and next week against Oakland. They're going to be very important. So as the Yankees try to get themselves through this, get themselves healthy again, maybe they'll finally become the team that we all thought they were going to be. They're starting to hit a little bit. They've pitched very well all year. Their defense is still not very good, but if they get Rizzo and Urshela back, that might help the defense well, that not might. That will help the defense immensely. Um, and we'll see, you know, Gallo's addition in left field certainly uh, is a big plus there. They're getting some big hits. They're starting to hit some home runs. We'll see if they can put a streak together, even more than they have now. 19-9 is a pretty good streak. They need to be better than that because that's just the position they're in. But don't lose sight of the fact that they have won series against all the best teams in the league, not named the Boston Red Sox. Uh, and maybe they'll get their chance this week to exact a little bit of revenge. want to remind you to subscribe to WFAN's Baseball Insiders or get Ed Coleman's Mets reports and my Yankees reports. Also subscribe to the 30 with Murdy podcast on the same Odyssey, Apple podcast platforms. My last conversation was with Phil Robinson, the director of Field of Dreams, tells some wonderful stories about the making of that movie and its lasting impact. Uh, also have a fun one coming up for you. Look back at the 61 Yankees with... Surprise, Howie Rose. What does Howie Rose have to do with the 61 Yankees? Well, I'll explain. Just hit subscribe, and you'll get that show delivered to you in the coming weeks. I want to thank you all for listening, and until next time, I'm Sweeney Murdy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.